If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters. And Craig, I'm going to hand it over to you. Yeah, sort of uh, an extra edition of the PHNX Coyotes podcast today. Um, major news coming out of the NHL involving the Chicago Black, Blackhawks. I don't, even, I don't even need to tell people what it is at this point. Everyone's aware of the investigation, the findings. Uh, the, the report was incredibly detailed. Uh just just a horrific story right now. Um, we've already seen some of the fallout with the Blackhawks basically making sweeping changes in their front office. The league fined them $2 million. We'll get into that in a minute. And there are going to be more meetings between the commissioner and, and other members of the Blackhawks organization at the time who have moved on to other things, including Joel Quinville and Kevin Cheveldayoff. So we'll, we'll see where it all goes out. But we're just going to discuss this a little bit today um, in, in a separate, like I said, a, a, an extra edition of the podcast. Um, listen, I, this doesn't really impact the Coyotes. I, I know they're when I, when I tweeted the basic news from the NHL yesterday when they made the announcement, a lot of people were stunned that the league only fined the Blackhawks $2 million when they levied a much heavier punishment against the Coyotes for their violation of, uh, you know, when they drafted or they uh, tested draft eligible players before the scouting combine while John Chico was still the general manager. Um, here's what I'd say on that. I, first of all, I don't want to make this about the Coyotes and their punishment. Clearly the issue here is what's going on with the Blackhawks and, and more importantly, the victims. That's the story here, what they've dealt with. Um, again, more punishment's going to come out. I, here's, here's what troubles me about that comparison from an optics standpoint, just from a from a human decency standpoint, how do you, as the NHL, say that what the Coyotes did was more egregious than what the Blackhawks did? Look, you, you, you can sit here and say a lot of people lost their jobs. That was a team decision on the Blackhawks' part. It was not the league's decision. The only thing that the league has done thus far, and again, maybe Joel Quenville faces some punishment, maybe Kevin Shelvodayev faces some punishment. The only thing the league has done so far is levy a $2 million fran- uh fine against a franchise that can literally pull that out of its couch cushions and pay it. It's, it just sends such an awful message. And I know these are separate incidents. Um, and there was, there was precedent for drafting, uh, testing draft eligible players from the past. Other teams had done it. So the league sort of set 
some rules, some guidelines for what would happen if it happened again. And I get all that. But you have to, as leaders, you need to take a step back and say, okay, if we're going to do this to the Coyotes for, you know, impacting the integrity of the game, and I keep hearing that a lot, then how are we only going to do this to the Blackhawks? And, and I would say further to people who are saying, well, one is about the integrity of the game. They always protect the integrity of the game. Tell me how covering up a sexual scandal of this nature does not impact the integrity of the game. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going to take it maybe a little different direction. I, and first of all, this is a really bad day for hockey. And it's a sport that if you're listening to our podcast or you're part of the podcast, it's a sport you love and you love to be around and you do it because it's a fun, exciting, fast sport. And when you read news like this and it sweeps through all corners of the media world, it's just sad. And it's there's nothing about this that's good. And, and I will say the last time I will ever mention the Arizona Coyotes and the scandal in the same breath about the punishment, I, this is, I'm going to say it one sentence. I, I don't think they are comparable in any universe. I, I don't what the Coyotes dealt with with their draft picks. That's their own their own punishment for their own what they dealt with for that. Completely separate. I I hate having it in the same sentence, the same article, the same podcast because they're so different. What happened at this organization? I cannot believe that is. These things are still happening in sports. I know this was a while ago, but we've got you know, got the gymnastics scandal. You've got now the hockey scandal. People try to do the right things. And if you read the report, which is horrific to read, it's a terrible read. And if you read this, there are a few people along the way that tried to do the right thing. And that broke down. And, and it became about winning and success and money and the Stanley Cup more than it came to be about human beings. And that's a problem. So I don't know. Does the punishment fit the crime here? No. I mean, what, what, what would fit it? You know, they take all the way their cups and they, they banish them from the league. I mean, I, I, I don't know what it is, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around the whole thing at how you can sit in a room and go, okay, well, let's let's keep this quiet because we got a game tomorrow. Like, I, I don't want to be involved in anything. Like, I, I hope I do the right thing. I don't know. I'm not. I hope I do the right thing, and it just makes me sick, physically sick, to see how people responded to some of the things that went on in this organization for the absolute wrong reasons. And I know the people that were closest to it have either answered with their jobs. And, and to be honest, if you don't think this tarnishes Stan Bowman's legacy forever, I think you're wrong. Cause I think it does. Um, but there are still people that are involved here I mean, there. Joel Quinville still involved and Kevin shovel is still involved and they've got to answer. If not to the league, I mean, there's lawsuits and there's court dates and there's a lot more going on, but more importantly, what needs to happen is a precedent needs to be set for an organization by an organization, by a league. So that when this happens again to some young man or some young woman, their voice will be heard and people will do the right thing maybe for the wrong reasons, maybe because they're afraid of punishment. But if that's the reason they do the right thing, that's fine. Just make sure that when this happens again, that people do the right thing and say, wait, this is wrong. We need to stop everything we're doing and solve this problem and bring it to people's attention. That needs to happen here. And I don't think $2 million conveys that message to the Chicago Blackhawks or to the sports community or to other leagues or to other people. 
I think that there needs to be a message sent so that this one doesn't happen again. And if it does, people feel safe to do the right thing. Yeah. And I, I listen, I agree with you that these these two incidents are not comparable. We, we shouldn't be talking about them in the same breath, but it's impossible to sit here. And, and clearly this is this same reaction has occurred across the country. It's not just with Coyotes fans. They're looking at other incidents because it, it, you saw some of the other teams that were punished. When you hold them up side by side in the league should have thought of this if they were if they were planning in any way for the the fallout from this. They should have thought of the fact that, OK, we've got this one incident, which is clearly far less egregious. And we punish the team more for it than we're going to do to the Blackhawks right now. How do you fail to see that? To me, that is an abject fail failure of leadership. That's all it is. And I don't know what the specific punishment should have been, but in my opinion, they should have dropped the hammer. Yeah, they should have taken away draft picks from the Blackhawks. Yeah, they should have levied a substantial fine. Both of those things should have been a part of it. Maybe you should have put on the table even stripping them of the Stanley Cups that they won in 2010, 2013, and 2015. I don't know. Anything should have been on the table. At least there should have been a discussion about more serious punishment than they levied against them. This is a joke, and everyone across hockey circles can see that a $2 million fine is a joke. Yeah, I, I don't know where this organization goes from here. Like I know they're on a general manager search now. Um, you know, Jeremy Colton, we already talked about him being on a short leash. How, how as a team, do you go to the rink and prepare for a game now? I don't know. It's a team that's already struggling on the ice. I honestly don't know where this team goes from here. They're going to have to, yeah, they're going to have to answer questions on this. There were a lot of players that were still there and there's some saying they did something they didn't. Honestly, we'll never know what, what, what really was going on in their minds of these players, but some of those players are still there and they're going to have to answer these questions today, tomorrow, next week. I mean, it's, it's such a dark cloud, not just around the Chicago Blackhawks. It's a dark cloud around hockey. And that's, that is the shame that, that here we are two weeks into a brand new season. And this is what everybody's talking about. This is what's getting attention instead of some great matchups and great players and, and those type of things. And that's, that's horrific that the incident happened, that it was covered up, that it wasn't dealt with. And here we are 11 years later, and it's just absolutely miserable for the sport of hockey. Yeah, and there's even reports that players were taunting him about it. And, we, yeah. you know, obviously the, the identity of the player was just revealed. Um, but so which players are culpable in all of this? And where, where do we go with that part of it? How many people are going to skate that were part of this process, too? I wonder about that, too. It's just there's there's unending questions from this scandal. It's just it's it's a yeah. terrible look. For the black and it, you just feel for all of the people involved you feel for the victims that had to go through this mm-hmm. and and it and it didn't have to end this way it really no. didn't there there could have been fewer victims there could have been a different solution if people just take this as a lesson and and just people just do the right thing do the right thing i, I don't know how hard that is because i've never been put in a situation of something that carried this much gravity i don't know but i hope if i'm asked to respond to something that i do the right thing and i regard that to be much more important than anything else you know winning and losing and my job i just hope if i'm tasked with this that i do the right thing and 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 i hope 
the people listening or the people, you know, in the hockey world or sports world or the humanity, just do the right thing, man. That's all. Yeah. Just do the right thing. And if people had done the right thing, none of this would be coming out the way it is right now. The people that were responsible would have been punished. The people that were victims would have been cared for. And all of the follow of all of these ancillary people who have lost their jobs and their credibility and potentially their legacy, they wouldn't have because people would have said, you did the right thing. You stood up for what you believed in, regardless of what the consequences were. You did the right thing. And now, I, I like, and Stan Bowman isn't, He's not guilty of perpetrating the crime here, but he's got to sit at home now, hide in shame for how long does he ever work again? And I'm not caring for his feelings right now. Let's say that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's he a position of power and he had an obligation. If yeah, he stood ahead. up that meeting that day and said, this is wrong, we need to do this. He's he's working today. And, I, and I'm, yep. I do the right thing. And that's the, you know, I, I hope the organization moves forward on some level because I, I want hockey to move on and heal and, and take care of the people that were victims. And hopefully there's no victims in the future and hockey hopefully moves on because we want to talk about the game, the sport, the players, the teams, the games, that's what we're here for. And, and I know we had to do this today and it, it was difficult for me to do. I didn't want to do it. I'll be real honest. I, it's a topic that I, 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 I just, I hope we don't have to do this again. I hope we don't have to, and I hope we can get back to enjoying the game we love and somehow, some way we can move beyond this incident. I'm glad you brought that up uh, because, uh, you know, one of the things I was thinking about is that uh, Kat Silverman, who I think we all know, uh, tweeted this uh, yesterday. Um, it's hard to be a hockey fan right now. You know, it's when you, when you, if this were an isolated incident, it would be hard enough, but you keep seeing these cultural issues come up in the NHL. And I'm not saying other sports are immune to this. And in some ways, this is probably just reflective of society. Um, but it's hard to be a hockey fan today. When you see this kind of stuff occurring, you start to wonder, well, how widespread is it? Is it happening with other teams? How bad is it behind the scenes with positions of power? It's, it's just a, like you said, at the top of the show, PD, it's just a bad day to be a hockey fan. And of course, um, we just want to acknowledge the the strength and courage of Kyle Beach for coming forward um, with this story. Amen. Um, and just as a wrap up, we just want to remind everyone that our show is um, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with the promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. We will talk soon.